Hello, and welcome to the Unleash Pain Freedom Podcast. I am your host, Katie Sutton, and I am a rehabilitation specialist and master neuro coach specializing in pain specifically. 100% of us experience pain at some point in our lives, yet we are not told what pain is, why we have it, or how to navigate through it. Without this vital information, it keeps us stuck in the vicious pain cycle. This is where I come in. My job is to educate and inform you about all things pain so you can feel empowered to know how to navigate pain when it comes about. This is how you break the cycle and reclaim your life from pain. Without further ado, let's go ahead and start breaking out of the pain cycle today. Hello and welcome to today's episode. I am going to be talking about how to activate your body's natural painkillers. And this is a really, really powerful episode and I'm excited to dive on into it with you. However, I just first want to say thank you to those who have reached out to me, who have checked in on me and sent me messages to see if I was doing okay since you had not seen a new episode come out on the podcast. I am doing fine. I am just in a little bit of a transition in my life right now and just trying to navigate it. But I really want to make it to a point where I am always delivering and bringing a new episode each and every week because I know that my personal life experiences can definitely help to understand kind of the pain cycle a little bit more because pain is a teacher, it is a tool, it is essential for our survival and we're going to experience pain at some point in our lives and sometimes it's a daily occurrence and I'm going to make it a point where I kind of share more of those pain spots because a lot of the times when we do think about chronic pain and pain in general, we automatically tie it to something physical, to having a physical break or physical tissue damage or a physical sensation of some sort. However, pain can be the stresses of moving, stresses of neighbors, stresses of finances and being in your own career and trying to make it out in your world. There are so many different types of pain points and I just want to talk about that and be more open with it. That is just like my little spiel. I just want to say thank you for checking in on me. I am doing well. I am going to make it a point to make sure that I am showing up for you guys on this podcast because I know that there are some listeners that really look forward to it and that just makes me feel so good and it just melts my heart and it lets me know that what I'm doing is making a difference. So I just appreciate you. But anyways, let's get back to today's topic. And today's topic is how to activate your body's natural painkillers. Yes, you heard me correctly. Our body does produce natural painkillers and I'm going to break it down for you. Here is what to expect in this episode is I'm going to break it down on your body's natural painkillers, like what they are, where are they produced? And I'm going to explain how opioids like medication actually mimics the endorphins that help us to kick on our natural painkillers. And then I'm going to explain how they work for you and what is going to block 
natural painkillers from actually kicking on in your body. And then I'm going to tell you how to activate your body's natural painkillers because education is power. And I heard this triple E from a really good friend of mine. She's just like, I'm here to educate people because if you don't understand what's going on, you don't know what to change. That way you can feel empowered to take the reins into your own hand and actually take control over your own health and your well-being. That way you can elevate to that next level. And I am just embracing that triple E formula because it just resonated with me so much because that's the whole purpose of this podcast is to educate you about pain so you can feel empowered to change it. So you can eliminate, I'm adding another E probably a couple different E's, but to eliminate the pain cycle so you can encode pain freedom into your nervous system and your brain so you can elevate to that next level of yourself. So I kind of threw in a couple different E's, but I think it's really fun. Let's just go ahead and explain what the heck natural painkillers are. So Natural painkillers are going to be your endorphins that are released from your pituitary gland in your brain. And they are released when your body feels stress or pain. They are produced to help you relieve pain. They are produced to reduce stress and they're also produced to help improve your mood. Endorphins are a type of neurotransmitter which to break it down in simpler terms, it just means that it's a messenger from your body to your brain. And what they do is they attach to your brain's reward centers, which are where your opioid receptors are held. And they carry signals across the nervous system. So the word endorphin is derived from androgynous, which means within the body, and then morphine, which translate as an opiate reliever. So when you combine those words together and you get endorphin, it literally translates as a natural painkiller. What they do is they're composed of different feel-good chemicals that make you feel better and they put you into a better state of mind. A lot of the times people think that endorphins are going to be like dopamine and serotonin and oxytocin those are neurotransmitters but they're not necessarily endorphins because dopamine is going to be your motivating hormone that gets released from your brain into your body and that is the thing that kind of keeps us going it keeps us in the consistency and those get triggered after endorphins set in. So again, endorphins are meant to relieve pain, reduce stress, and improve mood. And it's going to trigger a dopamine response to help you get motivated. It's also going to help you to kick on serotonin, which is a very, very common thing that we kick on when we are moving our body or we're getting exercise, that type of thing. It's a well-being type of hormone. And that usually gets triggered when endorphins set in. And then oxytocin is also a neurotransmitter, but it is the love hormone. And this one is especially produced like during sex or having a intimate conversation or time with somebody where you're hugging or just having a conversation and you're getting that oxytocin just running through your system. But a lot of the times endorphins and those other neurotransmitters, those happy feel-good hormones like dopamine, serotonin, and oxytocin, they're going to be paired 
together. And so I just want you to know that that they all play a part when it comes to increasing your mood and reducing stress and also relieving pain. Because when we are in a place where we're not super stressed, we're actually super happy, we don't necessarily notice pain as often. I mean, even if you are struggling with chronic pain on a day-to-day basis, but you go and hang out with your friends for a little bit, you're kind of distracted because your brain isn't super hyper-focused on that pain that you're actually able to kick on those natural pain relievers a little bit more. And you don't experience as much pain. So it's really cool on how all of that works. But going back to endorphins, your brain is going to release endorphins to block nerve cells that receive pain signals. Like this is how they work. They get kicked on to block the signals of your nerves to actually turn off pain. And it helps to continue functioning even if you are in a painful or stressful situation. And our bodies, our brains are naturally wired to avoid pain at any cost. This is why you're more likely to do something that feels better. But, you know, when those endorphins do kick on and you're in a stressful situation, like say you twisted your ankle while you were mountain climbing or hiking somewhere, your natural painkillers are going to kick on. Your endorphins are going to get released from your brain into your nervous system to help you cope with it. That way you can get down the mountain. That way you can be able to make it to that next point. I don't know about you, but when I am in a stressful situation and I got hurt, like we're going to take it back to my cage fighting days. I remember I broke my foot and I knew that I had to finish the fight. So I didn't really notice my foot was broken until after the fight when all of my adrenaline and everything just kind of came down. Adrenaline again is a different type of hormone that is released from the body and that actually is going to kick up pain. But for the body to be able to handle situations and to make it out of it, those endorphins were definitely kicking on. And I was not really hyper-focusing on that pain spot until afterwards. And then when my body was actually able to calm down, that's when the pain really started to hit. And that's when I really noticed, oh shit, I did break my foot. I also had another instance where I had my toenail completely ripped off during a sparring session and that was a very, very similar situation as well. But anyways, endorphins are relieved from the brain to block nerve cells that receive pain signals to turn off the pain. And again, this is coming from the brain because the brain is going to be the deciding factor on whether or not to turn up the pain dial or to turn it down. So some of the benefits of endorphins is they're going to help reduce depression. They're going to help reduce stress and anxiety. They also are going to help improve your self-image and boost confidence within you. I know everybody could use a dose of that. It also helps obviously to contribute to pain relief, but it also helps in regulating your appetite and it can also support you in weight loss as well as alleviating childbirth pain. Our bodies are super fantastic and especially during childbirth which has been known as one of the most painful experiences known to mankind is you get this this hit of endorphins and the body also produces oxytocin. That way it trains you to be like oh well 
well, I can I can go through this again because it wasn't that bad because those natural painkillers kick on. I bring this up because when women are giving birth, they are in a natural state. They're doing what their body is designed to do. However, if they are being pumped with a lot of different medications, it can kind of block that signal of actually turning on the endorphins because when it comes to different medications, because if we're in the opioid receptor part of the brain, the opioids that we take medically for medication to help with pain or to have like anesthesia or to block pain signals, they are mimicking those endorphins that are being produced. However, if they are not being produced naturally, it is going to cause a block in your natural receptors, meaning that you are actually going to be more hypersensitive. You're not going to really understand all of the signals that your body is trying to tell you because again, a lot of people think that when it comes to pain, that pain automatically means that something is wrong with you, that something is broken, that something needs to be fixed. However, if you look at it on the other side, pain is a request for change. And a pain request could be change in stopping taking opioid medications or stopping doing a certain behavior or thinking certain thoughts or doing things that make you feel kind of shitty. The opioid drug reliance has caused us to be in an epidemic where we are relying on all of these medications. And when you just rely on it, it actually causes your body to be more hypersensitive. Opioids sensitize the brain over time and they cause you to be more tuned in to the messages due to excessive blocking and increasing sensitivity. So basically in normal terms, the more and more that it's blocked off, the more and more that your body has to work harder to be hyper in tuned to the danger threats and potentials because again pain is a warning system it is an alert system to protect us from danger to protect us from potential threats and harms pain is essential for our survival it can buy us time to heal it can buy us time to learn what is going to keep us safe and what is not but if we're always pumping our system with opioid medications like oxycotton and vicodin and often and codeine and morphine and fentanyl those are going to mess with our natural pain relieving systems and especially if you are taking medications for long term your body has to work overtime to make sure that they're detecting those pain signals to keep you safe if you are super hyped in to all of the signals and messages of pain Every little thing is going to cause you to be more sensitive, whether it's feeling wind brush up on your skin or having your clothes touch the surface of your skin. Even though you are not in a harmful situation where your life is being threatened or there's a survival thing that needs to be put in place, your body is detecting that as a potential threat because those receptors are being turned off. So I hope that makes sense. When we have those natural painkillers kick on, you are 
more likely to be in an elevated state. You're more likely to be in a better mood because your body is kicking these on. But I also want you to know that the opioid epidemic is due to the mistreatment, the misunderstanding and use of pain. 96% of medical doctors and professionals in the United States and in Canada have received zero pain education. And pain education is so, so critical. And if we don't fully understand what pain is, we're not going to treat it and we're not going to diagnose it as we need to. I also want you to know that pain is not a diagnosis. Pain is a symptom of an underlying root issue that's going on. Pain is not your root issue. And this is why we look at pain in a biopsychosocial way, where we're looking at the biological, the physical aspects of the actual tissue damage that could be occurring, as well as looking at the psychological aspects of how your brain is wired and encoded when it comes to your thoughts and your emotions and your coping behaviors, as well as looking at the social dynamic of your life. Are you having supportive relationships? Are you having a lot of stress at work? Are you in a safe environment? Are you struggling financially? Are you able to get the support that you need? All of these factors play a huge, huge role. However, the medical system is broken when it comes to pain. And if you are not properly educated on pain, you're just going to have medications be thrown at you. And medications, don't get me wrong, they have their place, but if it is the sole thing that is being recommended for you, you're automatically going to block your body's natural response to kick on those natural pain relievers. You're blocking your body's ability to actually heal. And pain comes on when your body is really trying to communicate with you. I also had a conversation with a client earlier today where she was just like, I'm just going to fight with my body and I'm just going to argue with it and have it do what it needs to do. No, You need to listen to your body as well because your body is definitely giving you different signals and it's telling you something through pain. Again, pain is not a diagnosis. It is a symptom and it should be treated as such. We need to understand what is going on underneath that pain that is causing it from a biopsychosocial standpoint. Pain is the number one thing that people go to the doctor for, yet 96% of medical professionals are not trained in pain. It blows my mind and every single one of us is going to experience pain at some point in our lives. Yet, we are just told that we just have to take a medication. The whole point of educating you on this is to let you know that the medications are just masking the symptoms of pain. It's blocking those receptors, those messengers from your brain to your body, and it's actually causing you to be stuck in the pain cycle because you're not getting to the source of it. If you are in pain, you probably know that the medications that they're doing is not really doing much for you. Sure, it'll be okay in the moment, but the more and more that that you build that reliance on that pain medication, the more and more that your body is kind of turned off on producing its own natural painkillers through endorphins, through kicking on those neurotransmitters, through kicking on those happy feel-good hormones like serotonin and dopamine and oxytocin. Your body is designed to heal. However, the way that this has been explained to us by medical professionals is that we, we don't know our bodies, 
our doctors only know our bodies and they only spend like five minutes with us. It's ridiculous. And then they go on to the next one. We have a very broken system when it comes to healthcare, but this is why I'm here to educate you, to empower you, to make those decisions that are best for you. That way you can learn how to work with the brain, how to work with your nervous system, how to decode the messages that your body is telling you. We have natural painkillers for a reason and it's really amazing when you really learn how to activate them. When you are low on endorphins, which is, you know, your body's natural painkillers, it's going to show up as depression and addiction and anxiety and sleep issues, body aches and pains, different ailments. And it's also going to result into impulsive actions as well. That's how you know that you're low on endorphins. If you're constantly pumping your body full of these opioid medications, it's going to cause you to be more hypersensitive and it's not allowing your body to do the job that it needs to do. Again, don't get me wrong. I'm very, very grateful for the medications that we have. Like if we need to have surgery or to help us to cope through the, the beginning process of healing and recovery. However, it should not be a thing that is a long-term reliance. Reliance on pain medication just completely disempowers you. It doesn't teach you about your body. It's just teaching you how to deal and suffer with the symptoms, which is not what I'm about, which is why I'm sharing this information with you right now. If your endorphins are low, you're going to have a more increase of cortisol, which is your stress hormone. And again, if you're living in a stressful environment, if you're having these heavy, heavy emotions and these negative thoughts, that's going to kick on more cortisol. And then your adrenaline is going to kick on too, especially if you've had trauma. I don't care who you are. Everybody has, has experienced trauma at some point in their lives. And it's very, very unique to each individual. Endorphins are going to be blocked by cortisol and adrenaline. And if you are in pain, you are more than likely going to kick on cortisol and adrenaline. And then you go and reach for an opioid and that is just going to keep you stuck in the pain cycle. When you are constantly in a drive of survival mode where that adrenaline and that cortisol is super high, you're living in stress response mode, which means that your body is on guard. You're cutting off circulation and blood flow and oxygen flow to all of the body parts and nerves and fibers and everything in your body because your body is on guard. And if your body is on guard and you're taking these opioid receptors to kick on uh, your natural painkillers, but it's in pill form, your body is like being super hyper in tune to make sure that whatever is going on in its surroundings, you're being protected because it's not having that natural cycle, that natural rhythm that you can trust your body with this. Opioids are going to sensitize the brain over time because they are blocking your messages to your brain, which is going to increase your sensitivity. And again, pain is a practice cycle. So if you're taking these medications long-term and it's a constant reliance, you're going to be stuck in a vicious pain cycle. Okay, so now let's transition to teach you how to increase these natural painkillers. So we know that endorphins are going to be released to help reduce stress, to help improve our mood, and to help reduce pain symptoms. And they are going to be paired in conjunction with dopamine, which is going to be our motivation hormone. It's kind of what I like to call a habit builder hormone. And then you're going to get your serotonin, which is 
is your mood stabilizer and your well-being and then you can get this oxytocin which is your love hormone the way that you can increase these natural painkillers a lot more is to do things that bring you joy to do things that make you feel good because these are your happy feel good hormones okay endorphins serotonin dopamine oxytocin those are the things that feel really good yet we live in a culture and a society where we don't prioritize our joy we don't prioritize what feels good because we feel like we have to suffer that we have to sacrifice that we have to do all these things instead of taking time for us however when it comes to neuroscience doing things that make us feel really good that bring us joy are actually going to help us to actually be more healthy to actually help us to get out of pain because our brain and our nervous systems are designed to avoid pain at all costs so if you're doing something day in and day out that does not bring you joy you're going to kick up that cortisol and that adrenaline and that stress response even more so when you do things that make you feel good it's going to bring that down to get you into that state of healing, of rest and digest where your body can actually relax and calm down and then boosting these hormones because it just makes you feel so good. So doing things that are pleasurable, that make you feel really good. And I'm going to give you some examples on this and kind of break it down a little bit more for you. So movement is going to be a key thing because when we move our bodies, we are kicking on serotonin and dopamine which are happy feel-good hormones and this is why people can get addicted to working out I know I definitely got into that place for a while and it's kind of like that runner's high as well it gets uncomfortable so those endorphins get kicked on and then the dopamine and the serotonin gets kicked on with it and it actually boosts it a lot more and it causes you to keep going. So our bodies are designed to move. They crave to move and especially if you are in chronic pain, you definitely want to move. Uh, unless you are just out of surgery or you're just a couple weeks um, in from a new injury you want to be able to move even if it's like for five minutes a day and no I'm not saying that you go out and run like a 5k or do intense heavy lifting or high intense circuit training no you can do yoga you can go walk you can lift some weights you can go for a hike you can go for a run you can walk your dog even cleaning that's a sense of movement gardening that gets you out in nature which again nature is also a medicine it's a mind body medicine because our body craves the sunshine we need that vitamin d and we are nature we are nature we are part of nature and natural sunlight being around trees and plants you're getting that fresh air and it's a great grounding place too and that is going to naturally boost your endorphins and those other happy feel-good hormones sex is going to be another one too and I know for a lot of people, their sex lives are basically non-existent because they do have pain. However, sex allows you to be in the moment, allows you to have more pleasure. It allows you to do something that feels good, right? And that is also going to kick on the hormone of oxytocin, which is your love hormone. And it feels really good. And if you're having issues with intimacy and sex that is something that 
you would need to dive in a little bit deeper. And this is what I help my clients through as well. But sex is a very, very healing tool that can be used to manage pain. It is very, very powerful because it does kick on that oxytocin, those endorphins, and that's how you can boost it. So have more sex. That's what I say. Also, meditation. Meditation is going to be a very, very powerful tool because it gets you out of that stress response mode and it gets your body into a really nice relaxed state. If you know how to work with your brain so your body can get into that relaxed state because if we're constantly in stress response mode, your body's on guard, it's being in that protective form. And it doesn't necessarily give you a chance to get into that healing, that rest, that rejuvenation type of thing. I also recommend getting a massage or doing acupuncture because that is going to allow your body to increase blood flow. It feels really good. I know for me, I love massages because it feels really good. It gets you into that relaxed state. And if you have a really good massage therapist to the point where you can get into that super relaxed state. It is equivalent to eight hours of sleep and sleep is where our body heals. That's where it repairs ourselves. That's where it re-regulates. So acupuncture and massage is great as well. Also, like I said before, being in sunlight, being in nature. Nature is medicine. We are nature and we definitely need, definitely need to make time to make sure that we are putting ourselves out in nature, that we are connecting with it. Because from a scientific neuroscience standpoint, it helps to boost those endorphins. And we could all use a little bit more of natural painkillers. Also, another thing is being social and having fun, laughing, interacting with people. We are social creatures. We are social beings. And this is going to be part of that social pain domain bubble. When we are laughing and we're being social and we're spending time with people that make us feel good, that's going to boost all these endorphins, oxytocin, the serotonin, the dopamine. I mean, have you ever had a moment where you were just laughing so hard that tears were coming out, but it was just like, it felt so good. That's like the point that you want. You want to make sure that you are having fun. You are enjoying yourself. You are doing things that are pleasurable. That's basically what it comes down to is doing things that make you feel good, that you are prioritizing your joy and the things that just light you up because that is going to give you the biggest boost of your natural painkillers, especially if you are in chronic pain, because we get into the cycle, the practiced, repeated cycle of canceling and isolating plans and locking ourselves in our bedroom and getting consumed in these heavy emotions and these thoughts because we're told, oh, we just have to take a medication. We can't really do much for you. And it leaves us with a lot of questions unanswered. And we often think that we're the problem, that our bodies are broken. And it's just not true. Our bodies are designed to heal. Our bodies are designed to move. And if you are not targeting the brain, because that's where pain is triggered, that is where the brain is is sending these different messages of these endorphins to kick on those natural painkillers. And if those signals are turned off because you've been on opioids for years, the good news is is that you can change it. 
you can break out of the cycle. I have done it with myself. I do it with my family members. I do it with my clients every single day. Like this is stuff that I live and breathe every single day. And it's, it's so true, but it also teaches you about your body. It teaches you how to tune into the messages that your body is telling you. So you can trust yourself. Again, going back to the ease of educating. When you understand your pain and your pain cycle that is unique to you, you feel empowered to be like, oh, I can change this. And you start to take the reins back into your hands. You start to take your control back. That way you can start to eliminate the pain cycle and encode your nervous system and your brain with a belief pathway that is designed for success, that is designed for pain, freedom, relief, that is designed to live the best life that you want to live. That way you can evolve into that person that is doing what they want to do and not letting pain hold them back. We have been taught that we just have to suffer in pain and it's just not true. So today you now understand what your natural painkillers are and how they're produced and what turns them on and what turns them off. My mission for you today is to go out and do something that makes you feel really good, that makes you feel pleasurable, that brings joy to you. Is it some type of movement? Is it stretching your body? Is it having sex? Is it meditating? Is it allowing yourself to get adequate, proper sleep for rejuvenation? Is it treating yourself to a massage or acupuncture? Are you going out into nature and sunlight and putting your feet into the water? That That's one of my favorite things. Or is it going out and hanging out with a really good friend or a family member that just makes you feel so good and you always laugh? Do something for you today. And the more and more that you start focusing on the things that make you feel good, the more and more that you're going to break out of the pain cycle. And it doesn't have to be everything all at once. Just shoot for once a day. What can I do that is going to make me feel super good? That way you can boost those natural painkillers and you can wean yourself off of those medications if you are on medications. And this is how you reduce the reliance on them. That way you can learn to trust your body. And if you need help with this specifically, I do have some open one-on-one spots available where I teach you how to navigate your unique pain cycle. So we break it down and create a roadmap for you. And we understand and break down how your nervous system and your brain are wired pertaining to the pain cycle and then creating a whole new plan of action that is going to tackle all of the three main components when it comes to pain in a biopsychosocial way that way you're treating the source of it instead of just treating symptoms my job is to help empower you to break out of the cycle, to learn how to trust your body, to gain that confidence within yourself. It is possible. I live and breathe it every single day. And it helps your brain to get more on board when you have a plan of action. And if you don't know where to start, this is why I'm here. Send me a DM on Instagram and I would be more than happy to see how we can start helping you break out of pain today because you 100% can and you deserve it. So go out and do something that feels pleasurable, that brings you joy, that makes you feel good and kick on those natural painkillers. 
Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode and for expanding your own pain awareness. Every time you listen to this podcast, you are building new neural pathways in the brain to break out of the vicious pain cycle. If this episode served you in any way, I ask that you share it with somebody who you think would benefit so they can start breaking out of their unique pain cycle today. When we are educated and informed about pain, we are equipped and empowered to get out and stay out of pain. If you have any questions or thoughts, I'm here to help. You can direct message me on Instagram at the Katie Sutton. I'd be happy to personally connect with you so you can start unleashing pain freedom today.